Hello, everybody. Welcome to another new episode of the Premier Raleigh Small Business and Special Interest Podcast, where we bring you stories from business owners and special interest groups from around the triangle. All right, guys. Well, welcome back. We're here with the Raleigh Small Business Podcast Special Interest Groups, and I am here with Cheston Dooley. Cheston Dooley. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually reached out to me, and it's interesting. I have a, a really strong background, not in playing music, but in how music has shaped my life and has brought me a lot of healing in regards to the people that are in my life. Um, I actually have a really large group of people. We go to a lot of music festivals together. There's about 100 of us that travel around the country together, usually three to four, 30 to 40 of us at any festival at any given time. Wow. So it's pretty incredible. So we went from, uh, we can pretty much show up set up everything we need like it's almost like bringing bringing burning man to like music festival <laughs> right right you know the beauty of it is is that we, we were trying to set a standard so that um you know at bonnaroo we have two of the biggest parties on the on the festival grounds minus the festival right and average two two to three thousand people a weekend through, wow. our, through our campsite you guys know how to party and <laughs> when we leave we leave there's not even a single piece of confetti left when we leave Right, and that's the standard. Now that's even show. more impressive. Right, we want to we want to show up. We want to like impress everybody. We want to entertain everybody, and then when we leave, there's nothing left of us. Wow. Behind. So, you know, I think the festival community can go that way. I think we really need to like, it's just where the world needs to go. Yeah. We need to be more conscious of that. And yes. Just go, you know, there's a. Um, it kind of plays into this, and it kind of plays into like most of the world, and it's one of my other little words of wisdom I have on my list, is that we're never, ever, ever too busy to share an act of kindness. Definitely, yeah. Right, whether that's picking up a piece of litter or helping someone across the street or just giving someone a compliment or anything like that. Agreed. There is nothing in our life right now that is so, that that requires us to be that busy that we can't just stop and be kind to somebody. I agree. So, but, so let's, I wanna hear a little bit about like what you're doing. And I know it's based in music, which was, really interested me yeah. and uh and and smaller um more local music well it's it's uh well the site i just built is called latitude um it's specifically uh for emerging artists up and coming artists of any genre at any location um as as an artist uh previously i mean i, I still make music and stuff but as a uh, as an active artist um I wanted. Uh, I tried to build the tool that I would have wanted when I was really active, probably about ten years ago. So, something that I don't have to, where I don't have to compete with celebrities. So that's that's the main thing for me is that Latitude. That's that's one of our biggest appeals is that we block celebrities from signing up and holding artist accounts because I don't want uh, any up and coming emerging artists to have to deal with another artist on that level because they're going to have all types of promotional marketing money behind them and that kind of thing and just a larger presence and <clears throat> most of the uh, music sites today will uh, ask you what a famous artist you sound like. Uh, right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. yeah, right. So right off the top, you're automatically compared to a, a whole different set of, of artists and I wanted to just get away from that so I feel like a lot of the other music sites out there were built by businessmen and not not artists so I wanted to to take my experience and try to give a better experience to other artists out there trying to make a name for themselves that's so. awesome I, I remember back um, it was like 10 years ago you ever heard of Lena Mm-mm. Um, it's L-I-N-A 
she was amazing and she still is amazing like the music she put out right but hers is the same thing she uh went through i think it was it was called hidden beach uh recording Studio. i know that label yeah, yeah. i met the owner of that label actually oh, yeah okay. his name is thornell jones yeah. oh really okay yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like it was amazing because she she signed through him like that's her where her music came out of right and that was kind of the big thing with them is like you know to kind of not be you know try to keep it somewhat smaller try to keep it you know help, right. the, help the emerging artists instead of it was I, and uh jill scott was actually on that level okay. when she first came out too gotcha. so yeah i love jill scott too. yeah she's yeah amazing. she's great yeah. yeah that's some of my favorite music so. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like music to me is um it's a feeling definitely um there is a thing i don't have a lot of whether i don't know exactly why and i've been in trying to figure this out with through therapy and different things like that but i have right. a lot of memory Right, so my long my long term memory is very like non existent, so everything's kind of like right now, here and now. Right, and uh, so I don't remember a lot of song lyrics, and I was like, I listen to it and I appreciate music and I listen to it as it's happening. Right, but when I go to shows and everybody's like singing along, like belting out the, the lyrics and stuff like that, I kind of just stand there. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I know I know this song, <laughs> but you know, I might be able to sing a few few lines of the chorus or whatever. But like, right. other than that, I just kind of like I don't really, I can't remember the lyrics well enough to do that right. and i had heard like you know luckily they say like smart people usually only like um instrumental music so i'm <laughs> right. like cool that, that, that. I'll, I'll take i'll take the compliment that way, that way. so it just slid into that one i was right. like yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey you gotta take you gotta take any compliment you get sometimes you know Yo. especially when it's like uh, the situations that kind of make you feel not feel so great sometimes where you like stand around but you feel like you're alone because you know, everybody yeah. else is enjoying the show, and you're like, it's not that I'm not enjoying the show. I just don't feel like I'm all the way in it. Like, every, you know, like, people are just, like, passionate, and they're just, right. like, really into the lyrics and really into the sound, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> everybody receives it differently, though. I've, yeah. Yeah. I've been to shows where I know where most of the lyrics, and then shows where I don't know that many, and everyone around me is, like, knows all the words, like you said, and I'm yeah. like, maybe I'm not into this enough or something. Right. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I think you can just be in and out of certain musics and stuff, you know? And, yeah. But I still love seeing an artist perform. Yes. Just watching, like, what always blows me away is, like, even even DJ sets, right? Or live music sets. I, I have good friends of mine that actually signed their first label. Right. Um, during the new Bluegrass. And, uh, That's a genre on my site, by the way. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're incredible. I actually, uh, I knew them before they even anything they were just uh we'd go to their house and like they'd have these picking parties out in Asheville. right it's just like there's probably 30 instruments like a few people in each room in the house and out, out back you know wow garage, and everybody was just like there was just instruments everywhere and everybody's just jamming together and they <laughs> mix and match and jam together and stuff like that and, that's awesome you know to watch them start from there and then watch them do 250 to 300 shows a year wow trying to get you know traction Man, they, that's like a show every other day you know? yeah they were yeah. everywhere they were all over the country they were like just hammering it hard wow and they made it. They're doing it. They uh, they just um, uh, down in Athens. I think they're sharing the stage with uh, the String Dusters. Hmm. So I mean, they're they're moving right ahead right now. And they signed their label. They're doing their third album, I think now. Right. So. <clears throat> well, I must admit, um, I, most of, of what I listen to is a lot of hip hop, um, some R and B, some oldie oldie stuff like funk and jazz and stuff like seventies and whatnot, eighties. So, but but the website is actually designed for any genre. We have actually have like fifty two genres on the site. Okay. So, I, I try to 
cater to everybody. You know, we got everything from tribal to polka to merengue to bluegrass. There's there's 50 genres on there to choose from. So I don't I didn't want to uh, seem like the site favors any particular genre because right. I, I want to help all musicians, anybody that. Uh, is trying to make a name for themselves or starting out. So the way that the site is set up is so you designate your city and your state and your country. So even if you live in like a small town um, with population of a few hundred, if other people in that town are, are uh, searching for artists, they can just search their, their own town and see if any artists come up that, that are in that area. And then uh, the smaller the town is, the better, you chan- better chance you have of being the number one artist in that city. Okay. So, so I mean, it, the smaller the town, the better. Yeah. So it's really it's really designed to uh, to like foster some hometown pride. And then once you uh, get enough popularity in your own little town, then you can start reaching out or you know start to become more recognized in your own state, and then eventually your own your whole country. So okay. And uh, like I said, we ban celebrities um, from signing up uh, as artists. They can always sign up as listeners and discover new artists if that's what they're looking for. Steal some ideas like they like to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just want to keep it for for the up and coming artists. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah there's um, I built something that doesn't exist. And it's taken me 11 years to get to where I'm at right now. And I right. just keep going and like, you know, business is up and down. And like, I, I kind of like, I think I twist people's mind a little bit because they don't really know, nobody really understands exactly what I'm doing. Right. But we also have a five-star Google rating. So, <laughs> like, so it's like, I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because it's working. Right. Right. And I'm helping a lot of people. But 11 years? To 11 years, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I uh, actually, a short little story is when I was 26, I had, I was, Working corporate, was doing supply chain management. Right. Um, owned two houses, had a new car, had retirement, medical benefits, like the whole nine, making seventy thousand dollars a year. Nice. And I walked out. Literally just like axed it. And a year later, I had a twin size mattress in an unfinished basement on a concrete floor. I had twelve boxes and a bicycle. And that's all I had left of my whole old. Wow. Time. And started completely over again. And because uh, I just realized I was like, I don't, I'm not happy. That's a major right? thing. And know? I was like, I already hit the American dream. Right. Plus, and I'm miserable. And I have to do this for 40 more years. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. So that's what really, you know, like I was just like, I cut that out and then started all over again. But I took all of that experience and brought it into the massage world or the, or the you know, studying people. Right. Right. And that allowed me to keep building this thing and building this thing. And, you know, it's, logistics is just... Um, analytics and uh, pattern recognition. Right. Right. So you just keep noticing more and more patterns. I'm like, I keep finding the same thing. Right. Right. So just in the triangle alone, I've physically cared for or treated just over 10,000 people in the triangle. Wow. So if you think about that in regards to patterns, like eventually you start to see the same yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. With, after 10,000 uh, right. trials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, uh, I had a trauma surgeon here the other day as one of my new clients and I was, I was explaining my, my theory or my thought processes and stuff. And like, right. he was really open to it. And he was already like past his career. He was like just filling in a few days, you know, a week or like every so often right. and doing admin stuff. And I was like, if you think of medicine, right, is that biomechanically, biologically, anatomically, physiologically, and geographically, we're all the same person. The only thing that's really different between us is the color of our skin and the story that we hold yeah. in our journey, right? So in here at MOVE, I spend more time listening to people 
right. and figure out how I can change the perspective or change their situation to better them leaving. Right. Whether it's in movement, whether it's in massage, whether it's just, I have people that just come and we have conversations for 30 minutes or a half an hour and they, or for 45 minutes right, right. and they leave, you know, and, and that, that helped them. Yes. Right. Yep. So it isn't always just about, I have to work on somebody or whatever. Right. And the other piece of it is I don't use any limbic marketing. So any fear-based marketing. So limbic is uh, food, sex, and fear. Mm-hmm. Right. So you see a lot of our marketing in, in our world is that way. Right. It's like, you know, you hurry up and buy this, you're going to miss out. Right. Right. So <laughs> where I want to yep. see how far out I can positively affect somebody. That way, by the time they get here, in, in psychotherapy, they call it layering. So each layer, right, builds trust. Right. So you found me on social media and you liked what I was saying and then you you start driving here and it's it's a decent neighborhood and then you have ample parking and then you come in, your your appointment's on time and the place is clean. So by the time you get on the table or by the time you meet me, I had a woman come in one time and she she wanted to give me a hug the minute she saw me. She said, we had never (laughs) met each other. She goes, I feel like I already know you. I've been watching your stuff and I love it. Right. You know, and that's what it's all about to me. Yeah. Right. So move is more of a movement right of, okay. of be the change you want to see in the world right 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 so everything i do here is encompassing of the things i want to see change that's good man we need more people with that kind of mindset you know mm-hmm. we got it has to happen yeah where there's people that are just people are too it's too too off right now it is yeah you know in regards to the music thing right this fits perfectly with the upcoming artists yeah um there's a saying i have now and if anybody's listening to this that's even thinking about putting music out, listen to how incredibly ridiculous this sounds. Is that the world we're living in right now is my way is better than your way. Your mm-hmm. way sucks. I don't have the courage to do it my way, so I'm going to make fun of your way. And now you won't do it either because I've made fun of your way and you care about my opinion over your opinion. Right. And now everybody's paralyzed in fear of doing anything. So we don't, we don't create anything or produce anything because... We're too scared of what the other, other, somebody else thinks that we don't even know who they are. Right. Right. Like this person that's a bot or like a, a screen name on the internet. Right. Is the person you're afraid to deal with? They might even be real. Right. Right. So put your stuff out there, put your neck out there and do it and just like, don't hold back. Yeah. Right. Be you and like share your craft, especially artists right now. Like we need music more than anything. And like, good music right yeah and that's what i see is that everything's so mass produced there's it's, there's there's no poetry a lot in, like see it like um even rap and hip-hop has lost a lot of its poetry yes yeah. you know there's a lot of that it's the same lyric over and over again. yeah 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 that's one of the reasons why i don't listen to commercial radio right. anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was this um thing i i seen it a few years ago already and they were they tracked the top 40 music mm-hmm. and the grade reading level of the lyrics in top 40 music. Right. So they said in the 60s and 70s, their the grade re- reading level is around fifth and sixth grade. Right. And right now it's between kindergarten and first grade. Mm. And so that's wow. that poetry, that's that storytelling. Yeah. Right. We're not telling stories anymore. That's that's a sad statistic right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's we're, like, not, we're not learning much from the music anymore. Right. Like I always remember, like, um, you know, regardless of what genre it was. You know, back in the day, there was like this, like, you got into the rhythm. You got into, like, the, the poetry of it and right. the story. Right. And that's really what, what I desire. Like, that's what I want to come back. Yeah. I miss that. You crave that. 
Right. Yeah. The world's about digi- digital storytelling. Yeah. We're talking about that in marketing too. Um, do you listen to Gary Vee at all? Uh-uh. So he um, he talks about that. He goes, if you're trying to run your company, he goes, don't hire a marketer. Hire a journalist. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he's from New York. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah. 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 He says, don't hire a marketer. Hire hire a journalist to tell your story. Right. Right. That's where the world's going. And I actually interviewed uh, the guy from Blue Blueprint uh, Business Communications. Right. He said the same thing. He goes, um, the statistics show like seventy percent of marketing is going into uh, digital storytelling. Huh. Because they want they want to hear, you know, where did you come from and where are you going? How far have you come? Like, what's your what's your company all about? Right. It's definitely better when it has a story behind it and an interesting one. Yeah. Um, it's hard to get people to pay attention to your story. <laughs> well, it is. Well, that's the thing is everybody has their own story. Right. Right. And um, where what I see because of the situation that the position I put myself in about staying as an outlier. Right. Staying on the outside is what I try to teach people is that. The opportunities and the creativeness and the world is external. Right. It's out in front of us. It's like it's it's out here, right? But we've right. created this world where everything's locked down in front of us. So we've closed off the external world where all the opportunities are. And I always explain it this way: is like the guy that you would have bumped into and said hello to and had a conversation with that would have gave you a job to make a million dollars. You walk by like this with your head in your phone. Right. And then you're going to get home, you're going to be pissed off because you can't figure out why there's no opportunities. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You might right. be on to something. Yep. Right? So we have to look up. We have to... There's uh, another one I have on my, my list. It's like, if you look at the phone, the phone's the, this most incredible, like, supercomputer. Yeah. Right? But we have to balance out the use of it as a tool over the use of a toy. Yeah. Right? So if you can switch as an entrepreneur... And you're trying to build something, so you're an entrepreneur, yep. right? Is that the phone is seventy percent a tool to do business with, and a thirty percent pleasant distraction, mm-hmm. right? Something to fill in a little void, you know. Like I have a <laughs> my guilty pleasure right now is TikTok, and it's one of the most absurd things in the world. But I'm like, because <laughs> there's no other app that I've been on, like Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff, where I'm like. I'm like, yeah, whatever, this is all dumb. I right. know there any of my business stuff, my, my social media posts, and I leave. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was like three hours into doing editing, audio editing, and I was like just waiting for something to do something. I was like, yeah, why not? And I went on to TikTok, and I was just like scrolling through videos and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what it is, but it's like people are being creative. Right. They're creating these, re- these crazy videos and stuff, and I was like, I don't even have any clue how you're making this stuff. Right. Right. So it's fascinating to me. I haven't been on there, so I guess maybe I have to check that one out. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of lip syncing. It's a lot of like just craziness and videos and, you know, but people, um, the older, it was more the younger crowd when it right. first started. I think it was musically at first. Right. And then it bought, was, was changed over to uh, TikTok. Um, hmm. So it was a younger crowd at first. It was definitely, you can tell where, you know, the older crowd. There's people like commenting like being over 30 on TikTok kind of thing videos. And right, stuff right. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we automatic memes, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was, <laughs> um, but it's that creativeness. I think that's what that's what I th- that's what brings me into it is because people are actually creating things. Right. 
Right. They're making videos. They're made. They're there's they're, they're uh, some ingenuity there. Yeah. There is, yeah. you know, like where Instagram's like, here's my food I eat today. Right. Like, here's my like, <laughs> here's my rant about my uh, political affiliation or right. Facebook or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm just tired of all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have this cool world we can live in where uh, we can create things. Right. So. Yeah. Yep. Put some art into it. Yeah. 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 There is um, this one. Another little saying I, I had thought about because it's my it's my world for so long. Right. Is that we're given the power in our mind to create our own reality. As you create anything we want, goals, dreams, anything like that. Literally anything you can think about or right. imagine you can create. Yeah. Right? So you're given that power and the printer has unlimited toner and ink. You can literally print anything you want. Yes. Yeah. Right? But the printing process takes an extremely long time. And usually the person that created the project has long moved on before the printer even began printing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But here's the other piece, is that the cost of a print job, right? We know this. Like, how many copies do you want to print? Do you want in color? Do you want, what bond of paper do you want? Do you want, is it 3D printing? Right. Right? The cost of the print job is in direct relation to what you're willing to pay for your goal and dream. What's your sacrifice? What are you willing to sacrifice to print your goal and dream? Right. Right? How long are you willing to wait and how much are you willing to pay? Right? And that's art. That's that's it is, yeah. That's the art of creation. That's that's, that's an interesting perspective, yeah. Yeah, I like right? that. Yeah. Cuz you're we're just printing in 3D. Right. Right. It just takes a really long time to print in 3D. Right. So now the weird, the crazy thing is when I'm printing, when I'm like working on my stuff, because it's been so long, is that it weirds you out because like things just pop up. You're like, yeah, thanks. I, I needed that. Like, where the hell did that come from? Right. You're like, you know, there was uh, when I was down at the festival, because I told you like the, the whole like deduction of like medicine. Right. Right. So the other way I say it is that, you know, medicine is basically physics mental health and nutrition, right? It's our, where am I in space, right? Physically, mental, or physically and quantumly. Right. Um, is the captain of the ship safe, right? Do you feel safe in the environment you're in? Right. Right. And nutrition has to support repair and function, right? That's medicine. So I deducted it even farther down. I was at my festival last weekend because I was like hanging out with a friend. She's a biologist or uh, works in biotech. Mm -hmm. And I was filling my water up, and I was like, yeah, you know, we're basically just water and electricity anyways. And I was like, are we just water and electricity? And she goes, I mean, for the most part. Yeah. You know? So then by the time I left that weekend, I came up with the four elements of human. It was um, water, electricity, love, and magic. Because love controls everything. Yeah. Right? So now you have your biology, the water and, water and electricity. You have the love, which is the power of everything. And then the magic is because we don't know where we came from, we don't know where we're going, and we don't know why we're here. Right. Objectively. Yeah. You can believe whatever you want, but belief is just magic. Yeah. In some sense, so. Man, I wasn't ready to get so deep with you today, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I don't know how to not go deep, man. So, so. You got me over here thinking and stuff now, yeah. all philosophical and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good for you. It's a good way to start the day out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good conversation. I don't really get into stuff like that. Yeah, but that's what you're working on. I mean, that's what you're, that's to me because you're trying to help the small guy. 
Yeah. You're trying to help this person that is in their garage just trying to make it. Yeah. Trying to get some music out there. I have a good friend up in Ohio. They're in a small little town, like a little bit bigger from where I'm from, but like, right. there's only like 6,000 people there. Right. And her son has been DJing and trying to like get better and better at DJing. That's what he wants to do. Right. Right. So like you're helping him. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Because, right. like you said, the, the, the stuff that is available and what's popular today, like you said, it, it's getting dummied down. It's just getting um, less creative. Um, and I, I feel like those artists are actually out there that are making good music. They sp- spend a lot of time with their craft. And, you know, they, uh, they've they been doing it for a long time before you heard anything about them. And I just want to give them a better opportunity and and try to tr- try my best to take the money out of the equation cuz i think that's really what messes up the game um the in- the music industry is money over the art you know and yeah. um i just i want i want there to be a sanctuary place where that that's that doesn't happen you know what i mean like you don't all these artists don't have to worry about someone paying their way to the top you know what i mean cuz yeah. there's there's always going to be the person that can do that but I, I want to to build a place where it's art first and the money comes second, if if it comes at all. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, maybe maybe music essentially is just your side your side hustle, or maybe it's just this thing that brings you happiness. Right. Right. And that that's the whole thing is like we keep driving everything in business, driving everything in the arts and everything like that. Like, how much money can we make? How much money can we make? How, right. how fast can we make money? Right. You know, but maybe someone like likes their little nine to five job. Like they like their career that they have, and at night for two or three hours, they just like they create this beautiful music. I know people like that. Yeah, right? like they don't want they don't want the fame. They don't right. want all of this that comes with it. You know, but they want to still get their music out there for people to hear. It, well, yeah, there's people that that do it for for a business and for money, and then there's people that even if they never made a cent, they would still do it because it's just in them. It's just something that they love to do. It's it's a way that they express themselves, and they they just have to get it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just waiting, it bubbling up, just has to come out. I think it's part of us. I think it's our, part of our innate being. It's yeah. Music. Yeah. Right. I mean, how far back does it go? Like some of our, our first, first <laughs> since level, rocks and sticks. Right. Oh yeah. Some of our first levels of communication were were based in music, right? Like yeah. dance. Yeah. You know, I, I saw this. Uh, it was like a shaman earlier. Like. You're saying, you know, if you go to the shaman and you're saying you weren't feeling good, you'd ask him, when, when was the last time you sang? Was When was the last time you danced? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it was like, you know, and uh, like all of my stuff in here is based in play, right? Teaching adults how to play. And uh, Nikola, you know Nikola Tesla, right? Yeah. Okay. So one of his quotes, one of the, my absolute favorite quotes of his was, uh, most people are sick because they forgot how to play. You know, because us as animals, us as creatures, you watch squirrels run around and play together. You watch birds run, fly around and play together. Like, all the other mammals and creatures on the planet are constantly playing and, and, and str- learning from each other. Right. Right? And then as adults, we're like, we play together as kids, and then we become stuffy and we're like robots. Yeah. You're you're a fan of pros, um, like myself. Um, so I've, I've heard that you don't you don't uh, get old because you stop. You get You stop. Or no, you don't stop because you get old. You get old because you stopped. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to keep moving. Yeah. You know, got to keep moving, got to keep having fun, got to find a reason to keep, to, to laugh. Yeah. I, I tell my mom that all the time. I was like, you should have a reason to laugh once a day. Like, a good laugh. Yeah. 
right? Like, Good th- belly laugh. That's not even like that's not even asking a, a lot. That's not saying you have to like be this like chipper, funny like you right. know, you know, class clown kind of dude. You just gotta you just find something to like find something that brings you some sort of joy. Yep. Every day, if not, what what's the point? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> right. You yep. Know? So, but yeah, that's why I really want to create yeah, the music thing and. Yeah. I think you're doing amazing things with it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Just keep trying, man. I'm telling you. Like, well, the platform um, is built now, and I mean, that was it. Actually, took me a while to uh, to get it finished and find the right guy that could help me put it together and put my vision actually into action and make something. So it's out there now, and it's ready for people to sign up. We don't. Uh, we only started like maybe less than two weeks ago. Okay, so it's pretty new. Yeah, it's brand new. Yeah, brand new. just okay. launched. Yeah, awesome. And um, so I'm trying to recruit and just get artists on there um, to begin with, so that when listeners come, they have some content to listen to. So, and like like I said, I got 52 genres on there, and uh, we have the ability to create new genres um, at any time. So if people feel like uh, they need to have something that's subcategorized, yeah. I'm all for that because it helps uh, the fans find the exact particular type of music that they're looking for, and it helps those artists m- match up with those fans. So okay. sometimes sometimes uh, the genre is too broad, you know. Like uh, like hip hop today, like that, that that's whatever is on the radio. You know what I mean? They just they're just calling that hip hop. But I'm from the from the golden era, era raised in the '80s and '90s and stuff. So on the site, we created a uh, grown folks hip hop, and that's okay. going to be for uh, that's a genre. Yeah, that's a genre that you can actually uh, select now. So um, that's for the the 35 and up group who you know remember the the hip hop is still kind of like that style from the '90s, and okay. you know don't really. Um, want to listen to the stuff that's on the radio too much so if we got people that sign up to the site and uh they they feel like they need a specific genre they can just email me and uh if if we find a good reason to to create it we'll go ahead and create it and let people select it and just help it helps the music overall oh yeah i'm sure there's actually um i'll have to send this to you then because there was uh it's a something i found on youtube and it was the science of music Mm -hmm. it's uh I think these guys are based out of London or like somewhere over in Europe, and uh, it's called uh, Super Science. Super Science. And that's the name of their channel. Oh, okay. And uh, but they did the science of music, and what they did was like this guy started it. I don't remember how many years ago, and he was just doing it by having um, college students listen to this music and then rate it and stuff like that, and trying right. to find patterns in it. Well, and he was like, "Well, why are we still trying? You know, why can't I take what he already did and use the technology we have now?" to find the patterns in music over the course of decades. Right. Right. So he was doing that and he was able to show different waves of music or different way, um, like music takeovers. Like when the Beatles came here, you could, you could see that, that increase in the, in the pattern. And right. You could see like, um, I can't remember, I think the nineties had a pattern and he goes, the one that, that, um, threw off all of the patterning and all of the numbers and everything like that was the introduction of hip hop. <laughs> right. Right, because it was just so like all over the place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right, so but it was really cool to like hear that. And I'll have to send that one to you. So it's it's cool how they have it all broke down into like different different areas of of the music when it came in and like you know what they used to decipher it and all that. So. Right. Yeah, I guess I, I see what you're saying. How it's it would probably more easy to categorize things because it has this type of sound to it, this characteristic. Right. right? No, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, hip hop, hip hop. They they can use anything from anywhere, yeah, right, and, right. And, and make it work. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Because <laughs> I've heard classical music. I've heard there's a a bluegrass um, hip hop um, band. Um, there's they they can use anything and and turn it into something. Yeah. 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 So are you doing uh, the playback or the back to like? So if I would pull up your site, so I use Tidal because mm-hmm. um, I like the more of the high def right. sound. Have you gone, are you playing with the high def idea, like as far as like the playback? Well, the playback right now is what whatever quality that you put into it is the okay. same is the same that you get back. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So whatever, whatever quality the, the artist uploads, if it's very high definition, you'll get the same, same okay. thing back. Yeah. We don't, awesome. we don't degrade any, any of the quality or anything. So okay. if, if you didn't like what you heard, it's the, it's the artist's fault. Right. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> So and it's just like it's pretty easy to sign up then. Like it only takes as, yeah, it's very easy to sign up. Um, we don't for for both sides though, like for the artist or the for the listener. For yeah, the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very easy. Yeah, we don't want to become a a social media site. Um, you know, for obvious reasons because those are already existing. We don't need another one. So uh, we don't have a lot of uh, like human interaction. Right. Um, there's listeners can leave comments for artists on their songs, and artists can leave comments for other songs, but listeners cannot um, communicate with each other. Gotcha. So, okay. so there'll be sense. there'll be no back and forth, or like you didn't like this person's comment about what they said about the music, and now there's a little argument going on on this artist page or whatever. So, we didn't just try to avoid that. Um, we really kind of want to make it a, a different because there's places where artists have their entire discography and you can listen to 10 artists or 10 albums from this artist. I don't really want it to be like that kind of thing. I want it to be something quick where you can go and listen to this artist's um, three f- top new songs or whatever, and they can just keep that that those three slots uh rotating you know what i mean oh, okay Deleted. so it doesn't have uh full albums no no okay yeah that, i mean that's a great question then that we can kind of dive down on that yeah yeah there's not so. i mean so what we the it's the site is always free right now the only thing that we sell to the uh to the artist is additional song slots so everybody gets three song slots to begin with if okay. you want more than that then there's just a dollar a slot for another another um song slot i got so, you and then okay. you can you can get as many as you want but it, the idea of the site is not to have your entire discography of a uh, hundred songs or whatever on there. Just your three newest ones or three best ones that you would like to represent to the public. Um, okay. Pretty soon we'll have a um, video on there too. So we'll actually be the only site where you can go and, and uh, check out an artist and listen to their audio and watch a video in the same place without having to go to YouTube or Bandcamp or a bunch of different places to get all this content from one artist. It'll be like a little snapshot of, of what that artist is doing right now, whatever they want to say, if they got shows upcoming or, you know, they're an album coming out or whatever, just just a small sn- snapshot of that artist. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want it to be like, overwhelming content. Well, know? yeah, and I, I think that keeps the, um, probably keeps it lighter on right. the servers too because you're not like, does the, they would upload onto your server or is it, how does that? Um, yeah, we, we have uh, servers, yeah, okay. that, and we mostly do a lot of stuff on the cloud. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Okay. Yeah. I'm not uh, the you super the technical yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the same way, man. Yeah. I, 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 I know like tiny bits of it. I, I just yeah. know that if you like, you get so much data from the music and stuff like that, especially if you're starting to get some high def stuff. Yeah. Because uh, I have, uh, I have all, not all HD audio, but I have a Cambridge Audio DAC that I have that I bought a few years ago, and it's one right. of the best things I ever bought in my life. Right. Because I like because. That's what I listen to is music. 
So now I bought like the the KitchenAid mixer of like DAX for for my for my stereo system. Right. So, but when I got my uh, I got an ego that the Cal- Hotel California album, mm-hmm. it was uh, three point six gigs for one album. Wow. Yeah. That's very high definition. Very high definition. Yeah. So you get what format the, were the files in? It's a uh, lack uh, flack and lossless. Flack. Okay. Yeah. 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 I haven't. I have. I've seen those before. I usually just you do MP3s or waves. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I've seen flat. So it's heavy. I mean, it's like you, know, you have to have somewhere to put it. Right. You know, but that gives you an idea like how much we're missing out of our music too. When you actually hear, because uh, you can hear it when you when you play uh, like on my stereo, you play like one of those albums, and you can hear the whole sound stage. You can hear where everybody's standing at. Right. On the stage because you're getting like literally everything. Wow. That, because you won't do an HD or... Um, You're an audiophile. I am a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, don't, they won't do an HD audio um, album without the reel-to-reel. Right. So if they can't get the reel-to-reel of wow. what was actually recorded, they won't do an HD audio of it. Got to have that original... The original yeah, cut. Yeah. Right. So that we're getting all of the... Everything that was recorded for that song. Right. So, man, it must be hard to have a nice music collection if an album is several gigs or whatever. Oh, yeah, you have to have a... You, well, that's the other thing is that a lot of them you can't just download for free or stream. Right. Right, so you have to actually still buy the album, which, you know, but 15 bucks an album, it's like no different than it used to be. You're just now giving that more money back to the artist. Right. So you're going, I want, I want the actual album that you created. And they... Wow. Um, I'm trying to remember um, some of the... There's a couple of good sites you can get like the HD audio off of, and I haven't downloaded it in a while, so I'm like having a loss of what the, the site <laughs> was. But, but yeah, like to me it was like it was mind blowing to hear the difference between like you know how much we're actually like people don't even realize what we're missing, right? You know, because it's been gone for so long. Because here's the thing about it is that in the '90s we had a storage problem. There wasn't enough storage for the music, so we created MP3s to right. to cut the music down to be able to fit onto the storage. Right. But now you can get a terabyte that's like yeah, will fit in your back pocket. Right. Or or even smaller. Yeah. Right. So now we don't have a storage problem, but now we still haven't given any of the quality any of the music back. Hmm. Right. So like there needs to be some gift back now. Right. It's like now we have all the storage. We have unlimited. We have. Yeah, it's easy. Between the cloud and between, like, you know, what you can keep on, on yourself and everything right. like that. And, I mean, the new iPhone came out with, like, 500 gigs or something like that on it. Right. Right? So, like, <laughs> come on. like There's lots of space. It, give us some music back. Give us yeah. some that quality back. Man, you like you those know? details, Joe. Yeah, it's all yeah. about the details. Yeah, yeah. That's what, like, I mean, you can see my space here, too. But, like, um, I always say the beauty is in the details. Yeah. Right? It's, it's caring about the small things that... If you if one person pays attention to all the small things, then everybody else notices. Like, you ever notice like uh, if you haven't cleaned your house in a couple of weeks, and all of a sudden you clean everything up really good, and you're like, man, it's so much brighter in here, <laughs> right? Because your your eyes see the, that detail. Yeah. And I think I'll, we hear the same thing. Yeah, I, a lot of people don't take the time to do that, but when somebody does do it, I think it it is noticed, and yeah. people appreciate that. Yeah, man, he really went the extra mile to. To take care of all the details and everything. You, you know? have to, man. Yeah. It's like we're like everything is so, so shallow or so like empty. Rubber stampy. Yeah, yeah we're because yeah. it's all like <laughs> how fast can we print it? How fast can we make it? How fast can we like distribute it? Get, right. Make some more money. I'm like, but what happened to like? Why can't we just make something that lasts? Yeah. Right. You buy it once and you keep it for however many years and you're good. Yeah. That's why like. Uh, <laughs> 
the one guy that comes in here, he's like, it's very, it's kind of Star Trek-y in here. And I was like, but I love the future. I love like glass and metal and like high, high modern stuff. Right. But I also collect antique furniture. See, I was going to use furniture as an example because, like, that composite uh, fiber board or whatever. Oh, yeah, the MDFs and all that. Yeah, that's what they make furniture out of these days, and that's all the junk parts. Right, it's all the sawdust. (laughs) So they they made good furniture out of it, and they're like, they're going to take the sawdust and make the shit furniture. Exactly, yep. And, yeah, they don't make things like they used to. That's a... Uh, unfortunately, that's a true saying, and keeps being more and more true all the time. Oh yeah, but it's like um, you know, if you look at a, p- a piece of antique furniture, it's like the idea that somebody took two, their their two hands and and spent a few months right building this incredible piece of furniture that's been around for 150 years or right. more, right, and it's still just as durable as it was. On the day it was finished, yeah. On the day it was finished. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because those details and, like, the the craftsmanship and the quality that they put into it. Yep. Right? So I try to mix, like, in our house, like, try to mix, uh, you know, antique with, like, modern. And, you know, and I think it's very, very possible because you can bring that, those, that warmness of the, of the antique into, like, the, the, the the clean lines of the modern look. But the other thing you talked about sound and talk about um, audio is... Going into one of the hardest things that we talked about this in our podcast the other day with Matt and acoustics. You go into these restaurants, you go into a bar or whatever like that, and you can't even hear the person that you're across from. Right. Because it's so echoey in there. And it's yeah. like, you know, we updated all these spaces to look modern with concrete and metal and glass and all this stuff, and it looks, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah. But now all you have is reverb everywhere, and you can't actually hear the person you're talking to. <laughs> So your audio files come out again. You're very sensitive to audio. Yeah. Well, I learned that way. I learned, I learned everything through audio. That's why you got a blue mic. Top-notch yeah. stuff over here. Okay. Yeah. I you got to have it. Cause I, well, because I was talking to podcast people that listen to them all the time. They're like, you know what? If it's not good audio, I'm going to turn it off. Right. Right? So I'm like, how do I keep people engaged? Because I was doing videos on my phone, too. And uh, I wasn't quite getting the response I wanted out of my videos. Right. I was doing on my phone. So I went and got, um, I looked online, I wasn't sure what I wanted to get, and I went to like, I was going to buy a cheap $20 one, and I'm going to Guitar Center and bought an $80 um, lapel mic. Right. Right, uh, a Sure brand Mattel, uh, lapel mic, mm-hmm. and world of difference. Right. Right, just the engagements I've gotten from my videos and stuff like that, because I think that audio, people can hear your, how genuine you are, how much more you care. Yep. Right, it's, it's, it's that, that richness someone's voice yep right i think that's all that stuff's so important it is yeah and you can tell who who's who went the extra mile and who didn't yeah yeah and i'm like last night because our 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 last podcast matt and i did like uh that's why i started doing more headphones now because it's more for the editing right right that's what i learned the most i was like i don't really want to wear these the whole time and just sit and have a conversation right but then when you go to edit you can hear the difference of like when you had them on and we don't have one. Right. You know, cause the voices come across more even we're kind of coaching each other cause we're like both hearing how it's being recorded. Right. Right. So we can kind of balance each other out and, and kind of talk up or talk down to, to the other person a little bit better. Right. Right. So to me, it's all about saving time. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm not, I don't want to sit there cause I, I listened to myself on that podcast for two and a half hours trying to edit the damn thing. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to myself that long. So, <laughs> so the more that I can, like, the quicker I can edit, where I'm like, all right, sounds good. Like, yeah. Cut it. That's good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you do it do it right the first time, you don't have to go back and, and do a bunch of fixes and everything. So, right. Yeah. yeah, I know exactly. It's it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So do the you know because it's it's how good's the quality at the at the source? Right. I think that's what we miss a lot is that you know they talk about vinyl players too, and they always said like you know it was all about the needle mm-hmm. on the vinyl player because. You know, that's where the sound's coming into at. Right. So you can you can skimp on, like, some of the other sounds, but, like, the the needle, you know, where it's, it's making contact at the, at the right. vinyl. Like, that's that's everything. It is, yeah. Um, vinyl, too, huh? Uh, a little bit. Well, yeah. I, uh, I was going to get into vinyl, and then that's when the guy, um, he uh, introduced me to the HD audio. He mm-hmm. goes, you know, vinyl's actually a cut off of HD audio. Right. Because HD audio is the, is the real-to-real, and they would cut the vinyl off of that. So right. as much as as good as vinyl sounds, and it still has. So the difference between vinyl and the, and the HD audio is the vinyl still has that softness to it. Right. Right. It's that that even more richness to it. Yeah. So you get the you get the clarity of the digital, but it still has that. It's, it's that it's that softness to it. Yeah. Yeah. People um, who who uh, who love it, they they swear by it. Like you, you can't get better than that. Yeah. yeah. The thing about vinyl is that they're fragile. Yep. And how big of a collection do you want to have? Because now, if you want to move around anywhere, those things are heavy. They're heavy. I do have some. And they at take home. up a lot of space. Yes, they do. They're going to move like giant milk crates full of like records around all over the country, yeah, all over the world, wherever you're moving to. You know, where I can grab a you know how many terabyte hard drive. Yeah, put You've, a few thousand songs on it. And I just pack up my little hard drive and I'm and I'm gone. Yeah, you can have rooms and rooms of music on a on a hard drive now. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I have some vinyl at home, and it is it's hard to move around. Right? And it's hard to to make it uh, easily available. You know what I mean? Like you right. said, it takes up so much space. Like you could put something else there. So I don't ha- I don't have them all out and and easy to get at anymore. They're kind of Stuffed in the closet. But, yeah. yeah, we ever we ever just put away a little bit too, and it's like I don't have a great vinyl player right now. Like that's why I was gonna go get. I was gonna go buy a nice vinyl player. And that was right. years ago, and then he talked me into doing the Cambridge Audio DAC and the HD Audio, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I remember a buddy of mine came over and he plugged into my stereo to play something off his phone. He goes, man, have you, have you ever tuned your tuner? And I was like, and it hit me at that moment. I was like, oh shit, I, mean, I play everything through my DAC, right? Not through the tuner. And I didn't realize the sound quality difference between like <laughs> the six hundred dollar little box that sits on my uh, on the top of my stereo system compared to like the the older receiver I have. Right. If everybody doesn't know what a DAC is, it's like you know the thing that's inside your cell phone or inside your your television or anything like that that makes music or sound. Right. Is a digital audio converter. What I bought was the the high end version, the six hundred dollar like KitchenAid mixer of DACs. Right. That its only job that it has to do really, really well is just to convert music. Right. You get some, you know, it, it takes it takes Pandora and it takes like uh, Tidal and all these these streaming services and like just ups it. Wow. So. All right, I didn't know I was coming to, to talk to the pros today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about a pro, but I, I uh, you know, without watching TV, you know, and like I, I choose what I listen to. Right. Audio is my thing. So, yeah. You know, I, like, what the space I'm creating here, like my my dream space, uh, once I'm fully up fit here at Move, right, is to create a fully sensory motor experience. Right. right. It's about movement. It's about nurturing touch. It's about uh, you walk into the space and there's high definition audio playing. 
Right. I want to make it immersive from the, the minute you walk through the door. Right, where the sounds you hear and the sights you have. I'm going to have to come back again. And, yeah. Uh, yeah when, <laughs> when you get everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah. Right. Because I, I want people to, like, be, you know, the way I was explaining is, like, when the, when the front door closes, that the outside world disappears. Right. And I want you to be so immersed in the environment that you're in that by the time you're on the table or anything like that, to me, it was, it's more about, it's not what we do to somebody. It's the space that we're in that we're caring for them in. Right. We need to put more emphasis emphasis on the environment and the atmosphere that we're in. Yeah, just that way you can drop those bags off at the door. Exactly. Yeah. You come in here and you're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Just, just like you, I don't know if you've ever been to a spa. I mean, spas, they, they try I to, have. Yep. They, they try to pull that off where they're like, you know, just like just drop it off. Like, you yep. know, just unwind. This is your space now. But it's so like overplayed. It's so like, boring. It's so like, ugh. like yeah. you don't have time to go to the spa all the time, but you want to get some of the same effects from it. Yeah. But we have some of the most incredible technology right now between sound and lighting and air quality and water quality and all these things like right. there's simple things you can add into a space into an environment that would change someone's like blow someone's mind right yeah i know what you mean yeah and uh i i've only gone to the spa a couple times uh because my wife has taken me there before yeah. I, before that i didn't i didn't ever go so shout out to wifey for <laughs> giving me my first spa and second spa experience yeah. there you go there you go yeah <laughs> This wasn't a manly thing to do, so it wasn't a top of my list. But you know, right. she did. You enjoy it? I did. I did enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. And I would do it again. I did do it again. So yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I would do it one more time. Right. Because right. <laughs> we, we need to we need to have that break. You need to have that mental like shutdown for a second. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's that time to like pause. Yeah. yeah. I always call them recess because like I I work on a twenty four hour rotation, so like I don't. I, I have a 24-hour rotation seven days a week, but I don't really follow the weeks. Right. I follow month end, and I know what month changes, but other than that, I just work 24 hours a day. So like, I, you live an unorthodox lifestyle. <laughs> I like that. I like that, though. No TV and all that. Yep. Well, uh, a client of mine, she's a psychoanalyst, and she's like, you know, because I don't have a lot of memory either, you know, but Jordan Peterson, I don't know if you ever listen to him at all. But I, I know who that is, too. Yeah. Yep. He was like, you know, technically, the, the only reason the brain has to remember anything is to remember its causality. Right. To prevent it from happening again. Right. So, like, you don't really have to remember anything. Right. Your brain already knows that that happened. Don't do that again. Yeah. Fire is hot. Fire is hot. Don't touch it. Yeah. But she was like, like, oh, why did I just, I just call people like you happy little animals. Right. Right. I'm just my happy little animal. I'm like the little bird that jumps out of the tree and grabs its worm in the morning and goes out and does its thing and it goes to sleep at night. Yeah. Right? Like... You know, I, I have my disciplines, I do my things, and that's it. And then, like, you know, you go to sleep and you wake up. You go to sleep at midnight, I wake up at 7 a.m. Yeah. Every single day. Yes. I have the same morning Sometimes routine. Sometimes 12.30. The same. Yeah, it's like, that's cool. So, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, cool, I'm man. definitely in my routine. Yeah. yeah, you have to have the routines. Yeah. The self-disciplines are big because that keeps you, like, kind of really in your game. Right. You know, and then you have recess. I was at a music festival for five days. Shut down, I don't, like... Everybody's like, oh, what show are you going to? Like, where, where's your schedule at? You know, what time is it? And I was like, I don't know. Right? I, don't know. <laughs> I get down there, and I, like, as soon as I hit the property, I park my car, I take my watch off, I, I turn my phone off, I, I drop the schedule. I don't have a schedule. I don't have anything. And I wander around it. And I envy that, man, because I'm, 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 I'm always on a schedule. or You know what I mean? You got to have recess. Yeah. 
You know, that's what yeah. um, entrepreneurship, this way I'll say it, entrepreneurship is like having gone to recess and never had to go back to school. You're on your own. I like that. You're right. You're just out here doing it. However you need to do it, you're just doing it. And like, screw everybody else that stayed in school. I'm going to go out here. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah, yeah that takes a different, a switch in mindset for me because our mindset was if if they play too much, they, they play, if they have recess too much, they play too much. We need to get back to work. No, 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 no. Because nature's creative. So like uh, the, our, our innate feeling in our body is to create something. Right. That's the beauty of music. That's why these artists are out there like just like putting stuff out there because it's like I don't know anything different. I'm going to put something out there because I right. need to. And that's a, that's a desire to. I mean, we, we, we need we need all that and all the, you know, different variety of everything that we have that people bring to the table. We, we need all of that. So Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're creating. Right. Create, create something. Yeah. Whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's, uh, you know, something that could solve an issue or solve a problem in the world. Like, right. Get out there and just, like, start. Yeah. You're going to suck at first. Like, yes. <laughs> like, I remember this artist said, I can't remember his name, but um, he's written some of the most prolific books in history. Right. And this quote he had, he goes, when I'm writing, I feel like an armless, legless man with a crayon in his mouth. Right? And here's this guy that's written, like, some of the most best novels and the best books in our entire history. Right. And he goes, when I write, I feel like I'm, I can't do anything. I feel like wow. I'm just like, but that's what just we're squirming do. around. Just, really, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to, I don't know. It's just get something out there. Whatever just, works, works. You know, yep. just keep going. Then your arms grow and then you start refining it a little bit, make right. it more beautiful. Yeah. That's where there was this, um, there's talk I listened to <laughs> that um, he was like, so I think they misnamed us because they call us homo sapiens. And homo sapiens stands for knowing man. Right. And he goes, it should be practicing man. Right. Not knowing man. We don't know anything until we practiced it. True, yeah. So yeah, there's not too many things you're going to be an expert at as soon as right. you get on it. Keep yeah. doing it. And I was noticing that last night when I was doing editing. And I was like, when I first started doing this, I was at a buddy's house. He used to do editing. And I was like, dude, I don't know how to use any of this stuff. Can you like, can you help me? Can you get me started? And he's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, I don't, I've never used this program before. And, and last night I was like, <laughs> and I was just like, I was flying around. And it's just that same thing. I've done so many of them. And so many hours of it now that editing to me, I got I almost missed an appointment yesterday. I was like lost in my little like my editing puzzle of like time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh Jesus, I gotta go. <laughs> I was in my editing zone. Yeah, yeah, and you get where people get lost in that art, you know, get lost in that. You're right though. Like um, we'd probably be a lot further along if everyone was an expert at everything they did the first time, but. So many other things about human life come about come from not being good at something like how many things that we've discovered by accident or just the fact that it's funny when somebody messes up. You know what I mean? We get comedy out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they, they prove that. Like we watch people get banged up or whatever and stuff like watch people like, right. like hurt themselves or whatever. Yeah, like, we laugh. Like, it's part of our organism. Right. So, like, oh, shit. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if he, you know, did it perfectly and was amazing every time. But if you get excellence out of everybody all the time. Right. It's not going to be funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to lose comedy, and I, I enjoy comedy. So no, exactly, yeah. exactly. We got you got to you got to practice it. You got to fall. You got to fall. You know, like yep. You know what? Why would why would you even want to keep trying if everybody's already there together? Right. Right. What's the point? You take you take all the work everybody else did to climb the mountain before, 
and all of a sudden everybody's just now everybody's just excellent now. Everybody's right. just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, like well, we all do the same thing the same way, the same, the exact same quality, the exact same everything. Yeah. Like that's not I don't think that's yeah. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. No. It sounds good, but it's right. yeah, the reality of it is not right. fun. Yeah. Well and that struggle piece too, like we're not we the eighth place trophy thing. You know, we've talked about like a lot of people talk about right now. Yeah. And awarding uh, mediocrity. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. here, here's the thing too: is that we're not. If you don't have kids struggling early, we've given we've given all the awards away. Like we don't keep score with kids' soccer games and stuff. Because right. like everybody's a winner, and I was like, the kids obviously knew they scored four goals, and these kids knew they didn't. Right. So why are you trying to say that everybody everybody won? Everybody right. Keeps score. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But. When I talk to people about, you know, teaching kids on iPads, I'm not demonizing teaching something on an iPad. Here's the balance to it. Right. Is that when you build blocks or card houses, did you build card houses when you were a kid? I did, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you messed up by an eighth of an inch and all of your work fell down? Yeah. And you made a mess and it made noise and maybe broke something. And you're like, ah! <laughs> and then you, like, put it back together, but maybe you took three steps out of it that you used the first time because you didn't eat them the second time. Right. Because you learned. Yep. It's practice. Yep. Or building with blocks, and you knock your blocks over. But if you play only on an iPad, and your kids knock your blocks over on your iPad, and you push the button, the blocks go back up. You just gave them an eighth place trophy. You're right. Yeah. Because they didn't. Nothing happened. There's no physical effort behind it. Right. Yeah. They didn't lose anything. Right. They just pushed the button, and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna play that again." There has to be balance there between, you know, use the technology because that's where the world we're going in. You can't say that they not to ever use it because and demonize it because those kids that are three and four and five years old right now are going to live in a world vastly different than we are. Yeah. So they have yeah. to learn it now. But we also need the balance of they still need to learn cause and effect. Yeah. I say this on, I said this on a podcast the other day, too. If you want your kids to not text and drive when they're 16, 17, 18 years old, Buy them a manual. Buy them a stick shift. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because, because they have to now learn how to drive the car, and they also have to learn that if you're going up a hill and you run out of power, you got to make the power yourself. Yep. Right? You're yep. not going to be on the cruise control letting the car fly around anywhere it wants while you're sitting on your phone. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard to text and drive right. with a manual transmission. Because you're like, shit, I got I to gotta shift. Oh, I got to shift. Every corner, you're shifting. Yeah, you'd be switching hands with you're the phone. You're on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no. I mean, no. I try from time to time. But like, you, I drive a six-speed. And I'm like, shit, uh, oh, I can't. Like, there's, just, there's just really hardly any way to do it. That's going to either wait till a stoplight or yeah. <laughs> until yeah. I get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, the easiest way, if you're going to buy a kid a new car anyways, just get him a manual. And they're like, here, I got you a new car, but you have to learn how to drive it. Yeah. All right? And now you made your kid that much safer by literally just taking them back a step. If you can drive a stick, though, you can get into almost any car and drive it. Yeah, exactly. There was yeah. something I saw, too, that said, uh, if you don't, if, just buy a stick shift, and it's a theft, it's theft person. <laughs> right. Because, like, not everybody can steal your car. <laughs> I saw a video where... Uh, uh, they this guy made a bike that uh, it turns the opposite way. Oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they crazy. were like, "That'd be a great theft deterrent." Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> no one's ever gonna want to steal your bike. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah. Well, awesome, man. I, I've really enjoyed you coming in, and uh, I think we can definitely podcast some more. Yeah, uh, definitely. In the future. Yeah. yeah. So, um, if you're interested in that, I mean, there's always topics we can talk about. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, music, I'll music's a good one. So. Music's a good one. Yeah. But I'll forward one if we're going to go into something deeper next time. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind that either because I, yeah. I listen to yeah some of the guys that you uh, had mentioned, and they are some good thinkers. They say some good things. So, yeah, and you've got me. Uh, Got my wheels turning here today That's and good. stuff too. Yeah, good. good conversation, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I appreciate you having me down. Absolutely, yeah. and just just remember, guys, like that. What I said earlier is like, you know, we can't keep going the way we're going. You can't keep living based on other people's opinions. You got to stick your neck out there a little bit and be you. Yeah. All of you that you are, because that's that's the creative mindset, you know. And you're you're. I want to speak to the artists that that are going to be using your platform because, you know what, like. It's scary sometimes, and going out on your own and doing something that nobody else has done. That's what I've been doing for eleven years, like walking my own path. Right. And it is very dark, and it is very scary sometimes, and it is very lonely. But the rewards on the other end, like just what I felt already, the rewards on the other end for doing your own thing your way, is it far exceeds anything you can ever imagine. Yeah. And and the I mean the 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 feedback that you're gonna um consider most valuable is uh people that appreciate your vulnerability when you put it out there you know what i mean like because you, like you said you're gonna mess up you're gonna expose things about yourself that that you may not necessarily do on a on a daily basis when you're creating your art especially in music or you know talking about something about your life that that is a vulnerable point you know what i mean like the the feedback that you get that's, that's most valuable is going to be from the people that recognize that and and appreciate what you did you know what i mean you didn't copy everybody else you you did something different you you talked about a a soft spot you, know you got to own it though too yeah you, you do yeah you know that's the thing is like people can hear my opinion people can hear how confident you are yeah. in your music whether whether it's verbal whether it's um lyrical or just producing a uh, anything i i truly feel that you can tell how sure you are of yourself in the in the, what you're creating yeah right here's my thing this is my thing and i i know and i'm willing i'm not willing to do anything else other than my thing right i'm not trying to steal this little snip from here and still try to turn it into my thing right but it's my thing yeah and like just be you just just fucking rock, just rock it man just yeah. like you know <laughs> just go all in you know yep. put, all, put all the chips in and just go all in like, yeah um i said with uh one with matt the other day it's like take the ball and run no matter where you're at take the ball and run yeah and have one of my last little snippets i have in my words of wisdom is have absolutely zero expectations of an outcome and have absolutely zero expectations of people and just do your thing because in the end you can appreciate someone's good deed you can appreciate someone's platform you can appreciate something somebody did for you but if you go into a meeting or a pitch or anything like that with already expecting to win right or expecting to lose then you're going to come out of there your emotions are really all, all screwed up because you expected one thing and got something else right Go into there with zero expectations, rock it out, and then just take whatever you get from it, and then that's the ball you have. Now take the ball and run. Yeah. So get out there and make some music, and 
You know, get on get on this guy's platform. Yeah, he's doing the right thing. So. Latitude.net. Um, we are out on the Google Play Store, so you can find the app out there. Um, we're still working on Apple, so we don't have anything on the Apple Store yet. Um, but if you don't, if you have an Apple, you can go directly to the site at Latitude.net. It only takes about two minutes to sign up to the site. It's totally free. Um, we got about fifty genres on there to choose from. Um, you can be at absolutely any location in the world. And like I said, the smaller the city, um, the better you are, better chance you have of being the number one artist. So um, get out there on the site. Like I said, we're trying to get as many artists with as with as a good variety of, of genre types so that um, once we start getting more listeners on there, that they actually have some content on there to go listen to. So Awesome, dude. Sign up. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the on the podcast, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah, man. it's been a great, great experience and uh, fun talking with you, man. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. If you'd like to share your story, you can contact me at another new perspective 101 at gmail.com or by phone at 984-212-4308. Have an amazing day.